Gone But Not Forgotten. I'm Audrey Cornell. And I'm Louise Coleman. And today we're going to be doing something a little bit different. Um, We're going to be answering some questions that you guys sent in to us. And then also we came up with some to ask each other. And we are also going to play the game Cinephile. I'll link the game in the description if you wanted to check it out. Get yourself coffee. But yeah, I guess we could just go ahead and get started and yeah, perfect. talk I'm about excited. ourselves. <laughs> i tell you what, I do like the dinner party one. That is a classic. If you could have a dinner party with any five celebrities, living or dead, who would you pick? Which is a great question. And I wish it could be more than five because I want <laughs> everyone in. On everyone. Yeah. Number one, I'm inviting my Sharon, of course. Sharon Tate. <laughs> we would be besties. I would make, I would swap the cards, our name cards that we were sat next to each other. We would get on. <laughs> Great. We would just chit chat the whole night. Oh, it'd be beautiful. That's like my dream. I have to sneakily get Timothy in as well. And this is for pure selfish reasons that I would try and like get with it. <laughs> I'm on the I'm on the pool. Um, I'm ready. Thought I'd invite. I'll invite Pedro Almodovar. He's my favorite director. I get this vibe that me and Pedro would be friends. We would just get on. And he was spotted a couple months ago at the Rosalia concert. And I love Rosalia. So like we would talk about that. I just feel like we would just get on. And also, I want to be one of his his girls, like of his films. Love him That'd so be cool. Much. <laughs> and he loves cats as well so like oh. I'm in there what are your and then, favorite films of his oh so my first film I saw of him was um all about my mother which still remains my favorite but I love Volver Volver is oh, my God. Oh. Penelope Cruz it's brilliant in it and that's what I love about his films they're all about strong women I haven't seen Pain and Glory that's like on my list because oh god I love Antonio Banderas <laughs> um oh beautiful man but um yeah Volver is <laughs> probably my favorite but all about my mother has such a big part of my heart because like it was the first one I saw and I just fell in love with his whole like style and stuff my fourth I'm going with another director but he kind of links with the fifth member as well okay. so I want Robert De Niro and Scorsese there because I feel like they know everyone they probably have loads of of stories they could tell us like celeb encounters and I feel like they would just be great along the table I've always wanted to chat to Scorsese I've ever met him I would just chat to him like (laughs) so much I want to say about him like I just I want to talk about everything and we know we could we could hate on Marvel together it'll be a beautiful evening (laughs) Bobby De Niro is there because I love him but also like come on you gotta have them two together I think where I'd place them on the table would be (laughs) Almodovar's ahead and so Scorsese and then you've got Bobby De Niro and Timothy Chalamet on one side and then me and Sharon Tate on the other a dream that sounds nice yeah I love how you really thought this over (laughs) oh yeah 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 seat and plan everything what about you who have you got as your five dream dinner guests in no particular order really um I had Kurt Cobain he's such an interesting person and I really like him and I'd really just want to talk about stuff with him too I don't know if he would be like the best dinner party guest necessarily but maybe if he was like feeling comfortable you know I think he would I think like you said he'd be comfortable he'd be with his friends you know you yeah so it'd be perfect (laughs) 
yeah <laughs> and oh he, he is so intellectual how he talks and stuff and oh yeah no that's yeah. a shout that's a really good one plus he really liked movies so he could talk about movies and stuff <laughs> it's perfect and I love his sense of humor like he's so sarcastic and I just think he would be like a good person to you know have a chat with at a party <laughs> and then my second one is uh Lucille Ball um because she's hilarious and she's so nice and friendly um and I think she would just have a lot of great stories and stuff like that too so um and the number three this might just be like recency bias <laughs> but <laughs> I gotta put Dermot Mulroney because he's yes like, he's yes. so like real and he likes to just talk about stuff and I think he would just be like a really nice person to hang around <laughs> I could imagine like the sexual tension between him and Lucille Ball would be thick <laughs> oh my god <laughs> this, is, this is amazing and Kurt Cobain's there like this is a dream <laughs> you could come to the party too <laughs> thank you the after party <laughs> yeah I'll bring on my lot as well yes that would be so fun and I just want to like talk to him about all the different movies that he made because he got to work with a bunch of people. And yeah, he just seems like one of those famous people that's like that doesn't really care that they're famous. So I feel like he'd be pretty down to earth. Oh, that's a perfect <laughs> choice. I love him. <laughs> um, and then number four, I had Winona Ryder. I just like her a lot. And then number five, I had Carrie Fisher. Oh, yes. Because she yeah. would just be a blast. She's the life and soul of every party. Yeah. She is the it girl, even now. Most of my people are dead, so I would just want to hang around with them. I love that. And that sounds amazing. (laughs) I'm just imagining. And here's the thing. They would all get on with each other. I can see it. Yeah. Lucille Ball would listen to Nirvana, for sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can see it. So should we do our first in a file of six degrees? Okay, the first one, we're going to do it together just so we can get used to it. And the goal is to connect. Well, I'm going to draw two cards and we have to connect the two actors in six degrees or less. And then after this one, we will um, be competing. So that should be interesting. (laughs) Very interesting. (laughs) For our first matchup, we have Kirsten Dunst oh, and yes. Bill Murray. Oh, okay. Okay, come on, we've got this. Yes, <laughs> I'm like I forget every film that's ever existed. <laughs> Me too. Wild Things. Bill Murray has like a small part in that. Yeah. And then Denise Richards is in that, and she's in Drop Dead Gorgeous with Kirsten Dunst. That's it. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Denise Richards. Yeah. So I think nice. one degree. One degree? Okay. I'll take that. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> High five. So, yeah, next time we're on our own, I guess. Okay, so, now that is, now that, that is be... nerve-wracking. Yeah. So, Audrey, what film yeah. makes you cry the most? <laughs> or have cried the most at? I've only seen both of these movies once, but they made me cry a lot. And so, the first one is Beautiful Boy. Um, Have you seen that one? I have not, no. It has Timothy in it. Oh, it's the one I know with Steve Carell. Yeah. 
yeah I'm I'm putting it off oh my god okay. that's so bad <laughs> <laughs> it hit really close to home and I think that's why it made me so emotional um and I would go so far as to say it's underrated I don't yeah, really see I anyone talk agree. about it yeah yeah um and then my the second one I had sorry I chose like two for at least all of these <laughs> no 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 that's so fine that's I have two um, as well, okay good but we're overachievers <laughs> um we are the second one I had was miss you already with Drew Barrymore and Tony Collette I don't have you yeah, seen that I've one I've seen that okay no, I've not seen that one okay it's a title yeah. sounds sad anyway like... yeah Tony Collette's character has cancer and it's sort of just about their friendship and sort of trying to adjust to that. But it's not like exploitative, which I thought was nice because I know like a yeah. lot of those movies are kind of, they just don't really hit the right notes. And I just thought this one did. So I was just like crying through like the whole last half hour, but you know, it was, I liked it. I don't know. I thought it was really good. <laughs> you said you haven't watched them like, since is that because they're so like sad in a way yeah and I I don't really like to rewatch movies too much anyway um yeah I'm exactly <laughs> the same yes 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 yes, yes. <laughs> I have to force myself to rewatch films yeah <laughs> yeah I just like to keep discovering new things and especially if they're really sad like I really mostly just rewatch my comfort movies I'm a Pisces so I cry at literally everything I cry mm-hmm. at films tv music i cry everything (laughs) um that's good you gotta let your emotions out in a healthy way exactly and films are the best medium for that i always feel like yeah but so i've got i've got two down because one's in the cinema and then one's at home but so in the cinema i cried my absolute eyes out to the ending of toy story 3 oh my god that traumatized me as a child right but it's when Andy's giving the toys to Bonnie and oh my god it's just yeah. I hate it well, he should have kept Woody he should have kept I know. Woody <laughs> it's not fair <laughs> um, I was in the cinema and oh my god I was literally like I, know, I even know like so god it came out in 2010 so we've been 11 um, I know like the order we were sat in so it was me my mom, my sister and I was literally I was covering my eyes so they wouldn't see me cry awful I just everything was coming out (laughs) I was so sad and because like also Toy Story is like one of my favorite franchises so like watching him give his toys away and I thought oh well this is it this is the end this is it and also I do not like Toy Story 4 so actually technically I don't count that as canon so it is the end (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I just cried my eyes out and I think that's the most I've ever cried in the cinema like I was a mess absolute mess I feel like that (laughs) movie shouldn't children should not watch that movie no not at all it's not aimed at kids no like at all (laughs) no the second one is really depressing too like the whole thing (gasps) Jesse Jesse yeah don't even I hate (laughs) Emily (laughs) dare she leave her I know I was I was like so attached to my toys as a child like I couldn't imagine doing that just yes no evil (laughs) evil and I can't even listen to that song anymore no it's so depressing it is it really is onto another sad film (laughs) 
this is a bit recent because this is why it's so in my memory. So this was at home at the beginning of the year. I watched The Worst Person in the World. Have you seen oh, yeah. it? No. No, no, that's, I, I don't want to spoil it. So I won't spoil okay. it. But like the last act, I cried the entire time. I would genuinely say like the last 30 minutes, I was just crying. Because so my favorite character isn't actually Julie, who's the main one, which is crazy for me. I always gravitate towards the women. But it's her ex, Axel, who I love, played by Anders Danielson Lee, who I'm kind of obsessed with. I love him. I've been trying to like watch all his films. <laughs> but, Relatable. Um, something happened exactly you gotta do it you gotta do it um but something happens to his character and yeah I just cry the entire time and I I don't know if I can rewatch it anytime soon like I really want to I don't think I can go through that again like it was just that does not sound enjoyable (laughs) no it's it's such a good film but some of the things she does in it like I would never leave him but um yeah yeah it made me cry my eyes out uh, once again tears streaming it was just it was traumatizing okay oh my god as an adult <laughs> like, I can't even rewatch it I've rewatched Toy Story and cried every single time since but yeah I don't know if I have it in me love the it's just exhausting <laughs> and I love Axel so much I just can't watch it again but you need to watch it it's so so good it's so good <laughs> okay yeah if you can believe it <laughs> am I selling it yeah is it do you feel more emotional if you watch the, at the movie theater I actually think I do I think because it's so um the sound is louder you know what I mean like you're in the dark and stuff I definitely feel more impacted at cinema than at home but I will yeah it, it I would still cry at home and stuff <laughs> every day <laughs> I feel like about you? Yeah, since I'm more immersed in the movie at the theater, I think it is easier to be more emotional. Um, and also, like, people can't really see you as well. So not that you should be ashamed to cry or anything like that. But no, no, no. But yeah. I completely get that. Yeah. yeah. So should we do our our next uh, six degrees? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, fingers crossed for an easy one. Who wants yeah. to go first? Do you want to go first? I'll have you go first because I did I got the other one. <laughs> very true, very true. Um, but if if you guys listening wanted to play along, you know, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Much luck, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you've got Matt Damon and John C. Riley. I like the pictures on the cards. <laughs> oh yeah, the art's very Thank nice. You. Yeah. John C. Riley was in the first Guardians film, right? I don't know. I'm pretty sure he was, but let me just double check. Okay. Because if he is, then that's good. That's perfect. That's all I need. Okay. Good, good. Hopefully he is. Yes, he's in the Guardians film. So is, not really a fan of this guy, but he's the only one I can think of. So is Chris Pratt. Hmm. Chris Pratt's in Avengers. So is Lee- Chris Hemsworth. And Chris Hemsworth is in Four Ragnarok with Matt Damon. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I love how I said well. I hate Marvel at the beginning and then I had to do it through a Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's always the an easy bet because, like, literally everyone has been everyone. in those. I feel like it was a bit of a botched attempt, though, because I did go on Letterboxd. Next time I'm not doing that's it. That's okay. That's okay. You've got to warm up, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Very nice. 
this is one of your questions, but I liked it <laughs> anyway. <so. laughs> What's something on your bucket list? Big, big dream of mine is to go to Japan. It's like, mm. oh, my dream country. I want to go to Harajuku. I want to go see the cherry blossoms. It's really tricky because it's, they're just so expensive, the flights. Like it's, it, and you have to get two. So that's why it's like not been so easy to go. But yeah, Japan's a big one. Tokyo would be like where I'd want to go. Also want to go in like the onsens, which I have learned that you have to be naked to go in. So I don't know <laughs> if I'd, I don't know if I'd want to do that. But what is that? Um, I've never heard of it before. They're kind of like um, hot baths. Oh, okay. But they're in like, well, they're not all of them, but they have, so they have onsen like villages and towns where it's like, like that's like the main attraction. It's this beautiful like wood houses. And you have women and men separated. What I learned as well is that if you have tattoos, you cannot go in one. There's like oh. specific ones. So I have tattoos, so I won't be able to. So maybe I'll be able to go in the public one, which is good. But um, yeah, in a private one. But yeah, no, like see like the um like the terracottas. I just oh, walk along the cherry blossoms. It's my dream, my absolute dream. Even like I love Japanese food um so that's the dream I think once I like touch down in Tokyo that's it my life has peaked like that's <laughs> that's the goal is to go to Tokyo oh, sounds nice oh. what tattoos you have also it's really embarrassing <laughs> oh. I've, got two, <laughs> I've got two Simpsons tattoos I've got one on my arm I'll show you sorry listeners you're not getting this but yeah. <laughs> it's the dud also it's the dud um <laughs> I love him Technically, it was my second, but then on my leg, which I won't whip out, but <laughs> <laughs> I got um, I got Lisa from this specific episode where she's wearing like a, t- a hat and a bag, and she looks really cute. And then my sister's oh. got the Bart of like the same in like the same frame, so it's like matching tires, which I thought was really fun. And also because like I am Lisa and she is Bart, like I am a bookworm. I, I, everything that Lisa is, I am. Except for like the veggie part, but like, <laughs> that's she so is cool. me. And then I've got teeny tiny ones, just little Pisces symbol, and then the Neptune symbol. Nice. I'm trying. I really want to get this Twin Peaks one, but I'm nervous. Oh. <laughs> nervous. What would it look like? <laughs> so in season two, there's this villain called Wyndham Earl, and he used to be like partners with Coop, who's like the main character, Cal McLachlan, and um. He sends him a letter. Uh, so Wyndham sends Coop a letter and it says P to K4. And I thought I would get that on me. Oh, like, that's cool. This is like a little, because everyone's got like the, the fire water be sign and stuff like that. So I thought I'd get something different, but for yeah. like my favorite show. That's I'm cool. I'm just a bit nervous because <laughs> it hurts so much. Like, oh, no. I'm so bad at permanence. Like, I don't think I would, I'd be unhappy with it like a month later. <laughs> It does hit you like, oh my god, this is on me for life. Well, those is, are cool. I is. like this. Oh, thank you. Are Are there any movies that like inspired you to want to go there, or like what kind of made you want to go there? I used to be really, really big into K-pop, um, so I always wanted to go to Korea. But then, um, kind of like grow out of it and stuff. But um, then Japan became like I saw like people vlog in there and stuff like that and I just oh my god that's a dream and then yeah 
it's funny you ask that because it is a film that's made for a girl. It's lost in translation. I yeah. love that film. <laughs> I, I get why some might be hesitant, but I love it. I love it. Um, just wandering aimlessly through Tokyo. Oh, going to the yeah. karaoke bars. That's a dream. That's a dream. And that hotel that Scarlett Johansson stays in is beautiful. When she's at the window looking at the park. Oh, yeah. I need to recreate that. That's nice. <laughs> I didn't like that movie that much, but it did. Like, it looked really nice. And yeah. I don't know if I'd ever be brave enough to go to a karaoke bar, but, like, they always have them in movies, and they look so fun. So I'm, like, kind of tempted, but... <laughs> Would you have a song? I I don't... I don't know. Not off the top of my head. Um, But I definitely want it to be something fun. Like, I'm not just trying yeah. to, like, show off my talents or whatever. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, no, I think something fun. I'd probably do like a Taylor Swift song, something easy, something from 1989. Like, yeah, is that your favorite album of hers? Uh, no, technically it's folklore, but that's a bit depressing for the yeah. karaoke bar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Not actually, see, Red is my also Red, her Taylor's mm. version, second favorite. Yeah. And I guess you could sing like 22 or I Knew You Were Trouble. Like, that, that would pump people up, I feel like. Yeah. I've never been to a karaoke bar, but I would love it. I'd love it. Well, maybe you would go if you went to one in Japan. So, Audrey, what's on your bucket list? Or, like, what's one thing? This is a, a little embarrassing. <laughs> no, 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 there's no, no. no embarrassment here. Don't okay, worry. Okay. So, I used to be, like, really obsessed with the John F. Kennedy assassination. Um, and so I did I'm... not think that's what you were going to say. <laughs> Oh my god. So, I love it. No, carry on. Yeah. I wanna I want to go to Dallas. I want to go to Dealey Plaza and go to the Texas Book Depository and just kind of see what it looked like in real life. Um <laughs> because oh, wow. I, um, I this is kind of the embarrassing part. Um I did this project in like when I was like 11 or something for school about the assassination and so there's like this like home movie of the actual like occurrence and so I was I thought it would be a great idea if I showed it to my class um oh my god oh my god and I love this my teacher is like um no that is a terrible idea <laughs> we're not gonna do that <laughs> no no and then I had like nightmares about it for weeks so you know but anyway I just that's like a historical event I still find very fascinating yeah. um I would like to just see the real places someday I think that'd be very cool but yeah that was is mine this, is the street very different that have they built places onto it if you know what I mean or I think it's the same? basically the same which I think ah. would be even cooler too I can't believe you're doing a project on it at school that's, I know. Like, <laughs> that's a bit dark <laughs> yes I feel like that's very representative of who I am as a person like I'm a bit morbid <laughs> so people don't expect that about me but um, brilliant yeah <laughs> have you done have you looked into like the umbrella man and the babushka lady yeah, I'm like 
all into those conspiracy theories. Um, yes. And I need to, I still need to watch JFK. Um, I don't know. Ooh. Have you seen that one? I have. Hated okay. it. Oh. It's three hours long. <laughs> I told you for the Instagram. Oh my God. It's awful. It's awful. Oh. It's so bad. I don't get it. I don't understand why everyone loves it. And also, it came out the same year as Silence of the Lambs. And I'll never forget that someone commented on it and said, this was my favorite film of 91. And I'm like, Silence of the Lambs <laughs> came out that year. What do you mean? <laughs> I haven't seen that. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's from my favorite comfort film. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not. It's terrifying. <laughs> but We're just yeah, revealing our dark sides, I guess. I'd hate really long movies, so it would definitely... Um, be a project but yes I I've always just found all the stuff surrounding it very interesting yeah I mean we'll, we'll probably never know the answer but it's just interesting to hear everybody's thoughts about it do you have any oh, favorite conspiracies or oh I mean like the classic my favorite is the Kubrick did the moon landing <laughs> I love it keep it <laughs> film related I just love it. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, he did that. I'm sorry. Sorry, he did that. I believe people have gone on the moon, but I just don't think they did it in 1969. Sorry, no way. Me neither. It doesn't look real. Yeah. No, no, no. Why is the flag um, flapping about? Yeah, it it shouldn't be moving. Definitely one second. I also really love chemtrails. I believe in chemtrails. Like when I see the planes flying by, come on. I mean... What is that? <laughs> like, what is that behind there? What is that yeah. line? <laughs> nah, I'm sorry. Suspicious. Very suspicious. I also think aliens are real. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. 100%. But, uh, of course they are. Yeah. Solar system's massive. It you can't is. Be alone, there's got to be other life out there somewhere. But I don't know if there's like a whole like government conspiracy thing like covering it up. I'm not really into like those, um, like really crazy conspiracy theories, I guess. Like I like, I do like for things to have a lot of evidence behind them and like still be very grounded in reality. Yes. So. I don't like ones that like endanger people. Like with like people thinking that COVID's a hoax and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, hun, no. Or that <laughs> like the Holocaust wasn't real or Ugh. anything like that. Like disgusting. Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. There's yeah. evidence. Steer far away from them. Should I? Do my six degrees. <laughs> yes, Embarrass myself. Yes. Okay, come on. Here okay. we go. This is actually great. These are two of my faves. I have Joaquin and Keanu Reeves. Oh, beautiful. Oh my god. This, this they were in a movie ring. together. They're in parenthood. Zero degrees. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really weird movie, I won't lie. What's well, actually the movie where River met Keanu because both Joaquin and Martha Plimpton were working on the movie so he like would go to visit the set and then that's like where they became friends but oh fun fact I love that <laughs> nice. but yeah it's not really that notable otherwise so so did you do you want to ask the next question yeah okay I do kind of like the idea of us looking into our four relatable film characters oh yeah who we relate to the most so my four relatable fictional characters are Joe March from Little Women, Cal Trask from East of Eden, Sally, I forgot her last name, from When Harry Met Sally. Oh, and yes. 
there's this movie I really like called Little Darlings and the character Angel is like she's a lot more rebellious than me but I could I can still relate to her quite a lot so those are nice. my four what about you oh okay so mine are like very weird <laughs> I'll do a nice fun one first it's what I thought of in the gym yeah uh, Muriel in Muriel's wedding um like oh my god she sits in a room and daydreams to Abba like that's literally me <laughs> like hello that is me um and also I'm blanking on her name but her, her relationship with her friend is just beautifully told and like I've I put a lot of love into my platonic relationships and so like I really feel like that like I really like get that on screen and like I just feel like she is me I just love her and (laughs) and I would probably have a sham wedding too why not like yeah (laughs) just to keep him in in Australia so but yeah no when I was watching Muriel's wedding I was like oh my god this is yeah it's my twin I love her (laughs) oh my god and they they use my favorite my favorite album song so boring but they use it in Muriel's wedding beautifully and it made me cry (laughs) it's uh Fernando Oh, yeah. I like that no. one. Do you have a favorite Abba song? This is a bit embarrassing because my really only exposure to them is Mamma Mia. No, that is so fine. <laughs> that is fine. I like the one she sings to her like before she's going to get married, like they're in her bedroom. Slipping through ma- my fingers. That's yeah, that, I think that's my favorite. Yeah. Beautiful song. <laughs> Beautiful song. <laughs> oh, yeah. So this is going to completely change the mood. Um, so... <laughs> The most I've ever felt a character is me is in Repulsion by Polanski. So Catherine Deneuve's character is afraid of men and honey. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, how she acts and stuff. She's so shy. She's just like me. But I don't want anyone to read too into that because she does murder men in it. But <laughs> then, like, What are you hiding, Louise? Also, can you believe that, like, you know, Catherine Deneuve wrote and directed that film? Amazing. Amazing. What, what, if only. <laughs> what a stellar woman. <laughs> um, so Joan Fontaine in Rebecca, as uh, the new Mrs. De Winter. I more relate to her in the book, but Joan Fontaine is so good in that film. And, you know, I'm just, like, manifesting, like, an Olivier, a Laurence Olivier-type person to switch my puppy. <laughs> but, yeah. Um definitely those three which Muriel yeah. is so different to the other two yeah. <laughs> I tried to look for characters with black cats as well because um like me and my cat is like my only what my one personality trait <laughs> so I was thinking like um Kiki's delivery service she has a black oh, yeah. cat Gigi and like I feel like I would I could live that life that could be yeah. me in a bakery it's such a lovely film as well and oh she's a witch and I would love that as well should we do what I'm dreading degrees oh god <laughs> sure <laughs> Okay, hopefully this will be uh, an easier one for you. Okay, Jessica Chastain and Anne Hathaway. Oh, they're in a new film together. <gasps> they are? Can that work out? Yeah, it's called Armageddon Time. I watched the trailer today. Oh. Wait. Jessica Chastain's name was on any posters. She was in the trailer. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay. So zero, you got zero degrees? Zero. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> So I kind of combined two questions that we got from followers because they're kind of similar. Bev Honley wanted to know what our least, our favorite movie from our least favorite genre was. 
And then Silver Screen Critiques wanted to know what our least favorite genre was and why. So I guess you can kind of put them together. Have them together. With this Filmstagram account, I've watched genres I would never ever watch. If I had to like list them then, I would guess maybe Westerns would come last. Um, and maybe rom-coms. I've never really liked rom-coms. I hate, I hate like the John Wayne type Western. That's why I like it when Westerns do like a take, a twist, twist on it. So kind of like Brokeback Mountain or Power of the Dog. But I'm also thinking with rom-coms real quick, just one film. I still like rom-coms because it's so obvious they're going to get together at the end and it's really annoying. But then we mentioned it earlier, When Harry Met Sally is an absolute masterpiece. Yes. Oh my God. Best film ever made. <laughs> and even though, this is a spoiler, but I mean like, come on, it's been out for ages. They do get together at the end, but it's so believable. They love yeah. each other. Like, it's not like, oh yeah, trope, like cliche. Like they actually love each other. It's the only rom like rom com I can sort of stand. I watch a lot of them, but I don't really. I wouldn't choose to pick them. So you like when they they sort of subvert the tropes. Like yes. For each other. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want the characters in a rom com to end up together. It'd be, no. it'd be more drama that way. I think sometimes the predictability can be nice if you don't want something like thought provoking, but. Yeah. Some, a lot of rom-coms like the relationships are very toxic and like you don't want them to be together my least favorite genre is also western because yes they're usually like offensive towards women and indigenous people so I'm just yes. like I don't need that in my life but I I love this movie I will not shut up about it but HUD is like one of my favorite movies it does show that the main character HUD is like a very toxic individual. I find that's definitely a fault of the genre. I feel like they're a romanticization of a time period that is it doesn't need to have that lens on it. Yes. And 100%. I listened to this other podcast. I think they're from like Australia. So they're like, is it bad for Americans to sort of like be stuck in this idea of this time period and like presenting yeah. it as like something uh, heroic or something like when it kind of really wasn't and I just thought that was interesting a lot of westerns are kind of gay like there's a lot yes. of subtext there so that's like some uh, if I do have to watch a western like at least I'll get something out of it <laughs> I watched a western with Jimmy Stewart and John Wayne in and I shipped them so much <laughs> and I thought I thought John Wayne is turning in his grave right now, thinking that oh I'm shipping God. him with Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they both, both yeah, yeah. That. No, actually, they both hate it. Yeah. <laughs> is it the man um, who shot Liberty Valance? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The only John Wayne movie I've seen is uh, Red River. It's also very good. I wouldn't really recommend it. Should I do the next cards? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have um, Frances McDormand and oh, Jennifer Connelly. Oh, okay. Jennifer Connelly was in Inventing the Abbots with Billy Crudup, who is in Almost Famous with Frances McDormand. Amazing. You have two and I have one. So we're very close. So we wanted to be the lowest in it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Perfect. What was the movie that got you into movies? A lot of people don't like this film, which is really weird to me, but it's Birdman. I oh. just I love Birdman. Probably technically the first like one shot take of a film I've ever seen. I was about what, fifteen, 
when I watched it. My sister was really big into films, so she like got me hooked into it. Um, then when I did like um, in sixth form, I did a film studies class um, for my A-levels and my teacher there, he showed me all the films like to get into and stuff. But yeah, Birdman was cool. the one I was like, I came home and I was like, this is so good. <laughs> Do you have a certain film that got you into it? Yeah, which is also dual a crying a film that makes me cry every time um okay it's um it's honey boy <gasps> i've uh, seen honey boy you see it okay yes yes perfect yeah. perfect i don't know something just like clicked in my mind like just and i got really interested in learning about like all the actors in the movie and the director and just sort of like the whole filmmaking process just sort of like how movies can affect people so much since it like affected me so much and yeah jeep is brilliant oh, one of the I best him. yeah i can't wait to see what he does yeah i mean he's already done so much yeah and acted with like amazing people as well yeah 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 he's gonna go far yeah for sure since some certain things have come out I don't know if I'll be able to watch it again. Focus on Noah and Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> and FKA Twigs. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, so good, isn't it? If anything, just watch even Stevens. <laughs> when I watched, um, like my sister got me into it. When I watched Gentlemen Prefer Blondes for the first time, like when I think I must have been like 10-ish or something. Oh, open my eyes to like costumes, to women like it was just amazing two powerful gals on a boat I loved it and I thought I loved like Marilyn and, like like her image and oh yeah uh-huh. that was one that sticks out so good yeah. also just then a shout out Jane Russell oh yes they're yes. just the best duo like they go yes, so yeah. well together they play to each other's strengths yeah perfect yeah. And the jokes hold up. It's it's just yeah. so good. It's a yeah. beautiful film. Really, really good film. Yeah. A popular movie you dislike and then a hated movie that you like. So I hate this film. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. I love the director. I love the two actors in it. And it is The Apartment. <gasps> I hate that movie too. Yes! Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is amazing. <laughs> it's rubbish. I'm sorry. It's, it's all- so bad. I don't get it get it like i don't understand why people love it so much me neither i really really don't understand it's boring it's oh i hate it yeah (laughs) no um kevin like it was just really really boring (laughs) and it's billy wilder and he makes such amazing scripts and he does such amazing films it's probably my favorite director of that like decade of that era it was just rubbish and jack lemon is so funny i literally couldn't tell you one thing he said in that like in that film like it was rubbish and so shirley mcclain She's amazing, but oh my god, I hate that film so much. For me, what I why I hated it so much was like, I usually love Jack Lemmon. I think he's hilarious, but I found him so annoying in that movie, and his character is like really mean to Shirley MacLaine. Yes, and like it is not a romance movie. I don't know why people say it is because their relationship. Where's the romance? It's terrible. Like I hate how it treats the topic of suicide um feels very dated <laughs> I, I'm so happy you feel this way <laughs> me too I god I just I was so disappointed by that movie yeah. it's just rubbish yeah. if you compare it to things like some like it hot and like there's just no comparison yeah even like ace in the hole like there's no comparison whatsoever 
I'm nervous what your most hated well yeah. film is because uh, we bonded over that. But now, what if it's one of my favorite films? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, I'm sorry ahead of time, just in case. I don't get it. I don't understand. Okay. The Dark Knight. I completely understand what you're talking okay. about. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, For you. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> I don't hate it, but I watched it once and I couldn't tell you what happens in it apart from Joker. That's it. Yeah. Mm. I mean, Heath Ledger is amazing, but yes. the movie sucks you know i love christian bale but i think he's terrible as batman it shows none of his range yes i just don't really like christopher nolan he hates women which is especially apparent in this movie yes. because yes. It, maggie joan hall's in that one right yes yeah yeah Very she's true. like the only female character and she dies <laughs> and in such a stupid way because yeah. he could have gotten people to her he goes yeah. told the police the thing i kind of just hate in general about superhero movies is like it's like so many men just like doing bad things and it's like we're supposed to think it's cool and yeah. i just i don't i'm not okay with that um no 100 and it's just okay. boring like i don't know it's so boring i'm sorry it's really boring. I watched the three of them in a day and I literally, I think I'm blacked out for one. <laughs> that was awful. Yeah, it's a, there's not really a, a plot. Like, it doesn't no, re- I, make sense. Oh, God, the film are going to hate us. Yeah. I love it. Bring it on. Yeah, no I tears. <laughs> yeah, Not to be depressing, but kind of like what you said in the River episode about how you didn't like My Own Private Idaho because mm-hmm. it kind of damaged River in the process. It's kind of like Dark Knight. Yeah. If he never did that, he would probably still be with us today. He wouldn't have had an Oscar, which is fine, because he would get one. But um, yeah. yeah. So I kind of look at that a bit like, killed on my favourite actors. I love Heath Ledger. Like, yeah, I don't know. That's not my film, really. Yeah, we need to do a Heath episode for sure. I also really agree with what you said about Christine Bell. Yeah, he's not, I'm sorry, he's not really a Bruce Wayne. No. Thankfully, it wasn't like one of the first movies of his I watched because I'd be like, ew, Christian Bell, he's terrible. Because he shows, he's just like there to be like handsome and stony. And like, (laughs) I just know that like Christian Bell is so much better than that. So, yeah. Did you like him in um The Prestige? Yeah, I I don't really like the movie, but like he's definitely no. like the best part in that for sure. Yeah, yeah. So what's Sorry. like a movie that most people hate, but you liked? One that really comes to mind, but it's Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Favorite films of all time, all women, <laughs> set in university, because I love uni set films. Um, I just love it. I mean, I cry at that as well when they do the final <laughs> song. It's amazing. <laughs> And I love Adam Devine, and I love Rebel Wilson, and it's just, oh, it's a perfect film. It's yeah. so good. And But I don't like the sequels, and I think they lower it a bit. But yeah, no one wants to admit that they like, like, no no cinephile wants to admit <laughs> that they like Pitch Perfect. But it's, I will defend it to the day I die. That is a great film. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It's just it, fun. It's so much fun. What about you? Mine is probably one you haven't seen but um it's called home fries i have not seen it. okay <laughs> i really wanted to then no home <laughs> fries okay yeah mm-hmm. it's um Googling it. it's uh drew barrymore who i love i love her and then luke wilson who oh. i like him better than owen sorry i was gonna yes no <laughs> i i get it i get it yeah 
It's also got Shelly Duvall. Um, she only has like three scenes, but you know that's enough. You know, as that's long enough, as she's Shelley, in the movie, as long as I get her, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I think a lot of people don't like it because it's just really weird. Like a lot of just random stuff happens, but that's why I like it. I just like really zany, fun movies, and like the cast is great, and um, they're all bringing great performances. Um, and it's sort of like one of those like small town America, like I don't know. It's just sort of like a type of genre that appeals to me. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, and I just think like Drew Barrymore and Luke Wilson have like really good chemistry, which is a, a very central part to the movie. I don't really know why people hate it, but uh, so do the did the critics not like it? I don't think so. They're always wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I don't trust critics really. That it seems that a lot of times like movie people don't like fun movies. Like everything yes. has to be really serious and dramatic. Yes, and I'm like the complete opposite. There's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. <laughs> I just remembered though, this might be why people don't like it. It's a little weird. Um oh, do you no. mind if I if I <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't, this isn't really a spoiler, I wouldn't say, but so Drew Barrymore's character is having like an affair with a married man and he gets her pregnant. And then Ooh. it so then they break up um, because he's married. Luke Wilson's character is the son, or maybe he's the stepson oh, no. of the the guy that she's having the child with. A baby with oh well, that's weird. I, oh no, I don't know. Just the way they present it isn't like as weird as it could be. I think no. I just think not everything needs to be taken so seriously. So. Did you want to do your six degrees? Denzel yeah. Washington and Shelley Duvall. Okay, so Denzel and Tom Hanks were in Philadelphia. Tom Hanks and Matt Damon were in Saving Private Ryan. Matt Damon was in The Departed. Jack Nicholson. <laughs> he was with Shelley Duvall in The Shining. Yeah. Was four. Yay! <laughs> so I think difficult. it's three. Yeah. Yeah, three. Yeah. Three. yeah. All right. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> one. Good job. Oh that was so stressful. <laughs> Do you have a favorite season? Fall. Are you in it? Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, this is your season, this is it. Yeah. And Halloween is my favorite holiday, despite um, you know, River dying on Halloween. Yeah. But um uh, I love dressing up. Yeah. Have you got an outfit this year? I don't, but I should probably start thinking about it. What about oh, you? I have an outfit. But I need to get one piece of it. And I've been very secretive about it. Okay. <laughs> it's what Margot wears in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as Sharon when she goes to the cinema. <laughs> I've got the turtleneck. I've got the boots. I've got a bag. I've got the book. But I haven't got a skirt. Okay. So that's what Good I need luck. to get. Thank you. So fall's your favourite season too? Oh, no. I would say yeah. winter, which oh. is controversial. Um <laughs> autumn would be second sure uh, um yeah i love winter because i love christmas and i love it when it's this is sound insane i like it when it's dark earlier um i like it when you look outside you're like oh my god it's so late and it's actually like 4 4 p.m <laughs> i love that do you have a favorite christmas film 
Um, probably Home Alone. Classic. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I'll go with that one. What about you? <laughs> it's a bit boring, but it's Elf. <laughs> Hello, oh, Elf. yeah, that's a good one too. <laughs> it's gonna hit a bit hard though, because James Can is oh, no longer with us. Yeah. He's a dad. But yeah, no, that's a staple. But yeah. I love Home Alone too. But like, as in, not the second one, as in like TOL. Also. <laughs> yeah. But um, in the first Home Alone, there's that tarantula. And so like, I'm on edge oh. watching it. Yeah. Oh They're, my like, God. Across the <laughs> uh, I, um, I like the second one. I mean, it's basically the first one, but in New York. But <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any favorite, like, it's not Christmas, but there, there's maybe, like, a scene that's Christmas. Oh, I'll tell you what comes straight to mind. It's Eyes Wide Shut. This <laughs> is, like, he's been Tom Cruise, we'll get on the seats, and it's, like, there's Christmas lights, but then it, like, obviously it's, like, juxtaposes to the, what's going on. Yeah. But yeah, that's my first one. I'm, like, Christmas movie, come on, this is a, we're watching this every Christmas as a family. <laughs> oh my god also I'm very inclined to films that came out the year I was born and that one did so oh yeah 1999 is like supposed to be like the best year supposedly good year well see this is gonna sound insane right and I'm gonna tell you this and let everyone else know this as well so I was born 10th of March 99 Stanley Kubrick died on the 6th or the 7th of March 99 I have his soul I'm sorry. I could, I could be Stanley Kubrick reincarnated. You could be. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. I do know that like Marlon Brando died like a month after I was born, which is weird to think of him like living that long. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he's been old his entire life though. Like mine is yeah. like streetcar, like guys and dolls, but like <laughs> he's old as a godfather. But he must have been like, 50 or something yeah yeah but I think maybe they made him look older true they put the cotton walls in his mouth yeah classic movie fact yeah (laughs) everyone loves to tell you that yes I've heard that so many times it's like the Leo cutting himself during that Django scene oh yeah oh my god (laughs) I get it okay I understand yeah it's never gonna change no so we had to start a new recording because we tried using another platform and then the video just disappeared. So we're using Zoom again. We're going to talk about our top 10 most watched actors so far this year. My 10th is Drew Barrymore and nice. I've seen 10 of hers. Um, wow, 10, nice. Yeah, my favorite, I think, would be either Miss You Already, which I already kind of talked about, or um, Riding in Cars with Boys. I really like Drew Barrymore. I think she's kind of underrated as an actor. She's always just so much fun, um, and she always plays characters that I really enjoy. She's she's picked some kind of odd movies, but I think that's kind of helped me like branch out in what I watch. Um, and she's co-starred with a lot of other actors I like. And I think she usually tries to play sort of like strong women and you know we love to see that so yes okay so this is like a weird one but it's um <laughs> this is four films this is an odd one it's um steve coogan he's a um british actor oh, okay it's like 
he has this character called Alan Partridge, who's like one of the funniest TV shows ever. But he's also appeared in a lot of Hollywood films and like, I know you didn't like it that much, but he's in Marie Antoinette. <laughs> <laughs> probably my favorite other ones I've watched of his. He plays her dad in it. Oh, okay. Um, so kind of a small role? A very small role, yeah. Okay. Actually, he's better in, um, so I also watched In The Loop, which is like, I watched for the Instagram. Um, very funny. Yeah, I wasn't expecting Steve Coogan to show up in the podcast. <laughs> is he like a character actor? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so maybe I've seen a few of his movies. You, like I feel this. like he's been in a lot of Hollywood films. Yeah. But yeah, you wouldn't know it unless you know it. My number nine is Steve McQueen. Ooh. And I've seen 11 of his movies. And I kind of didn't really like a majority of them. But I think The Great St. Louis Bank Robbery might be my favorite. Um, It was like one of his first roles. Um. And it's just like something a lot different for him. It's kind of James Dean-esque, um, which might be why I liked it. And I did finally watch Papillon. Oh, um, what did you think? I did not like it. I thought it was yep. really boring. It's so boring. Oh my yeah. God, I don't care about it. Yeah, they did such a terrible job of um, making the characters like whole characters so I kind of yeah. didn't really care about them and that made me feel bad and it is a film where you kind of have to care about the characters you know what I mean exactly. you're watching them for so yeah. long yeah and but it's yeah it's like two and a half hours it's so long, so long. <laughs> I don't know how to phrase this without it sounding rude but so you mentioned that you didn't like a lot of his films yeah so why <laughs> have you watched so many no that's really fair um I, I like his performances in the movies, yeah. but I just, I don't know. Um, the Towering Inferno is another one that's like, the movie's not good. I rated it low, but it's kind of fun. And I think that's how like some of them were because, you know, also like The Blob and yeah. Soldier in the Rain. I rated them not great, but I still enjoyed watching them. And he's just kind of an interesting actor. I was just kind of curious to check out more of his stuff. So maybe like more of his other films, I'll enjoy more. But yeah, maybe you've, you've waded through the bad. Yeah, hopefully. But I don't really like his iconic movies. Like I didn't like Bullet. They reference it in Once Upon a Time in it. Um... Oh yeah, The Great Escape. That's I, it. Yeah, I yeah. didn't like that one either. No, no. <laughs> are you gonna? Are there gonna be more on your list where you don't like the film? No, I don't think so. I think he's. Oh yeah. Because I love it. It's brilliant. Yeah. No, they're. they're there's one guy on here that I don't like, so that was gonna oh, be okay. fun. Who's your number? Oh, my number nine. Just still at four films, um, <laughs> and it's Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, Love yeah. him. At the beginning of the year, I like kept accidentally watching films with him in. Like, <laughs> I couldn't stop. <laughs> but I just looked on um. So I've, I've got up on Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. Oh, I watched Come On, Come On this year, and I genuinely think that's one of like the best films ever made he's so wow. good in it look at my ratings i rated gladiator quite low three and a half oh that's very really high for me i think i gave gladiator yeah, he was the best part of that yes it's not my type of film at all no seeing as how many high number you're on now i want to see who your most watched actor is of all time okay uh yeah i can really? reveal that yes you could too if you wanted at that yeah, but it's only 13 films <laughs> That's still pretty high. On the start of 2020, but um, <laughs> yeah, okay. I can do that. Yeah. Right. Who are you 
go for eight and I'm okay so we're going from 11 how many films <laughs> two okay this is still 11 okay cool. most of them are also rewatches. so nice yeah we need to have a rewatch. yeah so it's Matt Dillon yes <laughs> um and since most of them are rewatches, I like, like, I mean, I love so many of his movies, but I think Rumblefish and Tex are my main favorites. People really don't give him the recognition that he deserves, even though he's been acting for like 45 years or something. When I kind of went through a little Matt Dillon phase at the beginning of the year, <laughs> and I have to Google if like he's done anything problematic, and he absolutely mm-hmm. hasn't. Like, I know the bar is low, but like, come yeah. on, like, that's- <laughs> beautiful we love that yeah I think uh he stays out of the spotlight and um, yeah I think that's good you know because I just want to appreciate his acting forgive me if you've already said how yeah how did you get into Matt Dillon so I watched Over the Edge which was his first movie um because it was Kurt Cobain's favorite movie <laughs> and so I was it's, trying it's coming to, back like, to me yeah yes <laughs> um I was trying to watch like most of Kurt's favorite movies and so that was yeah that was the first one he yeah he was like 14 in that I think but he was already like super charismatic he had amazing hair and like he wore all these crop tops and and then I also read this book this person had written I think it's called reeling through life and they were talking about like movies that kind of shaped them as they were growing up and one of them was little darlings and I read the book and thought the movie sounded interesting so I watched it that was like the launching pad into my Matt Dillon obsession (laughs) and then I just like watched a ton of his movies so four films also they're all rated very high from five five four and a half four and a half it's Paul Day now oh love him from this year I think I might have to I think I might have to go with the Batman oh because I loved how he played the Riddler. Oh my god, it was so scary! <laughs> the Batman, in my one of my favorite films of this year, because obviously I'm a Team Edward, I'm a Rob Pattinson girl. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I love Paul Dano in it. Have you seen Ruby Sparks? No, but it does have yeah, Chris Messina in it, and I used to <laughs> have a really big crush on him. <laughs> you watch the Mindy Project? Yeah, I watched like the first half of the show. Yeah. Oh, he's beautiful. Before everybody got really annoying. I haven't really seen his movies, though. I did know he was in that, so I kind of was curious about it. But... Yeah, he plays his brother in it. It's quite good. Huh. I know. They, they're they don't look like, similar at all. <laughs> but it's a bit dodgy how they kind of write the one Ruby at the end. So, yeah. Okay. It's a bit of a tricky one. Okay. But as I love Paul Dano, it was really good. <laughs> but, you know, I haven't seen, like, There Will Be Blood or anything. Okay. <laughs> I think he 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 could be one of my boys. Like oh, nice. I could maybe try and go for his filmography. I love him. Oh 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 my god! Sorry, I didn't watch yeah. it this year, but Prisoners. Oh, that's oh such a good yeah. Film. Do you think he'll be nominated for Batman? Probably not, because it's like okay. John the Bias in it. Yeah. Brilliant! Oh my god! But yeah, <laughs> I wish. well, he Ledger one. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. My number seven. This I've seen 13 of their movies. Oh, <laughs> and it's Paul Newman. Oh, yes, um, yes. Yeah, he's like really, really quickly become one of my favorite actors. So I've seen all like these 13 movies in like the past like couple months or something. 
So my favorites are probably Somebody Up There Likes Me and What a Way to Go. So Wait a minute. Yeah. Audrey, you missed yeah. that one. Why have you not oh. listed cars oh. as your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> well, because I didn't want to bring it up again. <laughs> but yeah, I like pretty much all of his movies I've seen so far. And he's super charming and magnetic to watch. And he just seems so like comfortable in front of the camera and he also I think he tried to pick a lot of roles that were kind of not what people would expect of him so he tried to sort of subvert the stereotypes or maybe like the labels that people were putting on him and he wanted to like prove that he was different especially like early on in his career which is like a very important time for people to like show their acting chops. How old was he when he started? I think he was kind of like old you know for like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know acting because his first movie was um the silver chalice which is supposed to be like one of the worst movies ever made no have you seen it no but i, I really want to you've got to watch it silver chalice like oh a God. little toga how have so. you not watched this yet because <laughs> i'm scared it looks really bad oh natalie woods in it um yeah. yeah so I will have to watch it at some point so he was 29 in his first movie which is kind oh, of okay not as old as I thought but for Hollywood no but that's kind still of old. Yeah. yeah yeah for your first for movie. a woman it would be <laughs> so um, I don't know too much about Paul Newman okay mine is HUD because obviously he's like the villain but like not the villain but you know like <laughs> yeah villain. he kind of did he always play like the straight man the hero like not really. Like he, he was sort of an anti-hero. Okay. Um, the only one I don't like is Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, which is kind of a hot take, I think. I tried to watch it for my Instagram. I got two minutes in. I was like, no, I can't watch this. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> yeah. It, I thought it was really boring. I kind of didn't think he and Robert Redford had very good chemistry. Ah. And then, but uh, like, did you, did you sit for that for Paul? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a strong soldier. Yeah, also, too good. it's like one of the most iconic movies ever, so I thought I should at least give it a try. Um, which I can say now that I have seen it, but... Yes, you have watched it. You don't ever yeah. have to watch it again. No, never. Very jealous. <laughs> Because you will have to watch it at some point, right? For the for your yeah, Instagram. Sadly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't mention it. <laughs> Sorry. First woman. Woo. Yeah. Oh, still have four films, but okay. they're all five stars. I've rated them all five Whoa. stars. <laughs> you're, you're gonna get it. You're gonna understand because it's Kirsten Dunst. Icon. We got, obviously <laughs> we got Mario Antoinette, Power of the Dog as a rewatch, Eternal Sunshine, which I always forget she did. Rewatch. Yeah. Then when we watch together, drop dead gorgeous. Yeah. Oh god. I won't lie, but out of the four, it's my second favorite because obviously I love Power of the Dog. She's so good at it as well. She's, she's great. Yeah. Oh my god. I love Amber. But no, I grew up with Kirsten Dunst. So she was my MJ. I've always loved her. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just think she's brilliant. And then when I, oh, Power of the Dog is like just so good, and she's so good in it, and. She really it breaks my heart in it actually like oh yeah it's so sad um but yeah I love her and I there should be more films on this list that I have seen like <laughs> she should be my most watched you know honestly she is not on my list this year 
Wow. Which I was very surprised about. She is in at least the top 20. Oh, yeah. Oh, she just barely made it. I have four people tied with nine films, and she's one of them. Right, we're watching more Kristen Dunn's films. I think she might be my favorite actor, female actor. Yeah. Or maybe just in general. I'm not sure. But yeah. But right now you can say she's the best woman. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Did you watch the Spider-Man? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch Um, it for her? I did, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really like the movies very much. They're fun. Yeah, and they're kind of cheesy. I appreciate that. I don't like the way her character is written. It's very like, yeah. you know, a male wrote a female character, kind of like in yeah. the worst ways. Um, but she, she makes the best of it, I think. And she looks good with the red hair. And, oh, so good. Uh, yeah, I think it's in the third one when she and like James Franco's characters like get together. Like that pained me inside. <laughs> I don't want to watch this. <laughs> no. But yeah, that proves how good of an actor she is. Yeah. The... <laughs> she makes me with James Franco look fun. Yeah. So kudos. Who's your one next? Okay. Six? My number six. I've seen 15 of her oh, movies. Oh my God. And it's Nicole Kidman. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. At the beginning of the year, I was kind of going through her filmography. I went in like chronological order, so I haven't seen a lot of her more recent stuff. I just got to give this one a shout out. It's not necessarily good, but I really really like um, BMX Bandits. Um, Oh my God, what a title. (laughs) I don't think it's her first movie, but it's one of her first. So she's really young and it's super Australian. Like I can't even tell what like half the people are saying. (laughs) it's amazing I also really like The Beguiled um which I rewatched this year um another really good Kirsten one and then Stoker I watched that like a week ago or something and it's it's always kind of like one of her many like cold mother type of roles which like she's kind of gotten typecasted into but she's still really good at it is in a lot of films like that though isn't she yeah so that's interesting that you've watched all her older films as well so I've yeah a lot of people can say that. I've seen some very obscure ones for better oh or worse when did her career start in like the 80s yeah it was like um mid to late 80s and she started in Australia and then Days of Thunder was her first American movie and that was like right, where she yeah, met yeah. Tom Cruise Ugh. yeah it's about time we mentioned him and they did three movies together i've seen two i haven't seen eyes wide shut so. what's the other one far and away which is actually pretty good um like tom cruise away? is irish and he does oh a God. terrible accent <laughs> <laughs> is um, nicole irish yeah i think so it's actually not terrible okay <laughs> Hey, well, I underestimated her. Yeah, she's not the greatest accent. So. Yeah, that's why we love her, you know? Like, yeah. she is camp. Oh my God, yeah. We don't get that cinema advert she does here. We don't have AMC, but like, I would die if I saw that in cinema. <laughs> I know, I'm so sad. I haven't seen it either. <gasps> no, you've got to. Oh my God. Oh, uh, I don't, yeah, we don't have an AMC theater here. Oh, that sucks. Oh, uh, yeah. 
So I've, I feel left out because I love her. I, wanna, I want her to introduce the movie, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's so like talking about how amazing it is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. This is actually kind of similar to your Nicole, how I just kept like, I tried to watch, like, not all of his films, because it's still only at four. Um, awful. He has five oh my God. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's Mark Duplass. Oh and, yeah. Um, who's also I in know. the Mindy Project? <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! Yeah, his character is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> but he's in some really, really nice straight to Netflix films, Paddleton and Blue Jay. And then I watched his Creep films as well, just because I, I really like Mark Duplass. <laughs> it's a, a weird love of mine. Not rated too highly. They're all fours and one three. I have to say, probably the best one that I would recommend is Paddleton. He's really sweet. He's like he's he's dying of cancer. So him and his best mate go out. Like um, I don't know what I can't remember why they're going out. Like on a little holiday. But yeah, it's just really really sweet. Just low stakes, no frills. It's just two mates like having a good time. It's really really nice film. That's what I'm saying. So my number five, and I've seen sixteen of his oh. movies. I'm so in awe. This I'm like <laughs> I'm so impressed. Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> I literally take it upon myself to like watch as many movies of like actors that I like. It's kind of fun sometimes. I love that. Yeah. yeah. It's John Garfield. So underrated. Oh my God. Like more people need to watch his movies. He's one of my favorite actors. So the first one I watched, which is also one of my favorites, is The Sea Wolf. Um, and I actually watched it because Ida Lupino is in it. I love her. Another one of my favorites is Body and Soul, which is like his boxing movie. Um, and I think it was like one of the first boxing movies. It inspired uh, Scorsese with Raging Bull, which I think is cool. Like, and I doubt anybody yeah. really knows that. But um, No, no, yeah. I definitely do. But yeah, I definitely want to do an episode on him or at least yeah. like, you know, talk about him a little more because no, no. he was, he's very important to me and I think you know he was also important to Hollywood as well so which a lot of people just don't know about him um no I feel like it's our calling to do a podcast on him we've got yeah and I want to watch his films like you've really so oh, good on yeah them. <laughs> good oh my god yeah I love him I think he's a lot different than maybe like you like people might expect just from like yeah. looking at him so we need to get people talking about him and stuff I can't wait to delve into his films I really can't. oh good I, I hope you like them who's your number five this is the last of the fours okay of the four films <laughs> uh, so this is uh Robert De Niro he's my favorite oh okay nice classic love him um so yeah I watch Casino for the Instagram it's okay it's fine it's just very long not my favorite De Niro Scorsese film then I watched The Intern, that was so bad. Oh, oh my God. God, I hate that movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he um he gets like a boner in it. <laughs> we do not speak of that. No, but like also it's the only thing that plays in my mind. I can't escape. Yeah, it. it's it's scarring. I... <laughs> His career is established enough so that he can take those roles on. But oh my god, yeah. Bobby, what, what you doing? <laughs> Why? I mean, maybe if it had been a better movie, because I thought him and Anne Hathaway were a good pair. Like, good, good idea. Yeah. Yeah. 
it was just so weird I don't know yeah (laughs) (laughs) and I like Adam Devine as well like oh yeah work yeah like so seeing him it was very weird but like it's just yeah no that wasn't a good film (laughs) yeah no we're not recommend no (laughs) not even for De Niro no way no you think um you think his best mate Scorsese watched it I hope so imagine if that was like his last film to go out on (laughs) oh god I'd feel really bad but tell you what so King Comedy is probably the best film I've seen of him so far like of these four Mm -hmm. but I also watched Jackie Brown I know you haven't seen any other Tarantinos, but I think you'd like Jackie Brown. It's oh, okay. Pretty good. Like, because Jackie herself, she's a strong woman. She's amazing. I love her. Also, this gets on insane. Robert De Niro is so attractive. In it. <laughs> Let me look at her picture. Oh my God, he's like so greasy. <laughs> the mustache. Oh. No. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's so fit in this film. I actually get so hot in this film. Oh my god, there's a poster. I'm gonna have to buy that poster. You need to, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely didn't go into that film thinking I'd um, come out with an obsession. <laughs> what do you think is his like most attractive role? He was twice. kind of hot when he was younger. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> insane. I actually really fancy him in Mean Streets, but I also fancy oh. um, Harvey Keitel and I. Beautiful. But um, because it was quite young, so I don't like. I haven't seen Taxi Driver. I know it's quite young and Raging Bull, but no, it's it's him in Mean Streets. So maybe because it's a bit insane, and that's like red flag. I'm just also gonna Google it so I see what you're. Seeing. No, the hair. <laughs> oh no! Wait. Oh no! I'm nervous now. Okay. It's like a bowl it's cut. Not- oh no! <laughs> You know how like older actors always go with younger people and like Al Pacino's girlfriends in their like twenties. Yeah, well, just say it. If De Niro wants to hit me up, he comes. <laughs> My. Do you want to hit up? Yeah, your four. Number four, yeah, is um also sixteen movies, and it's Henry Fonda. Oh um, yeah. Because yeah, I'm also trying to watch a lot of his movies. So once again, I've only kind of seen like his earlier stuff. But I also like him in uh, Sometimes a Great Notion, which is a Paul Newman movie. He also directed it. Um, and Henry's like super crotchety in that. And he's so <laughs> funny. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, and I also love him in The Lady Eve. Because um, I, I think comedy was kind of, I, that was his strong suit. I honestly like him better in comedy than drama. Um, and he and Barbara Stanwyck are so adorable. Yeah, I just really like him. I don't, I, I don't really know why. It just like really appeals to me as like an yeah. actor. He tried to make movies like with a, a message or like a purpose. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Which, yeah, they haven't all like aged super well or like they don't always like fit in to the current ideas of today. But I think for back then, like that was a pretty big deal. Um, you could, yeah. Oh no, that's amazing for him going yeah. against society in a way. Yeah. So yeah, I haven't really seen like his iconic movies. Um, That's what I was gonna which, ask. Like, yeah, is there any that you haven't seen yet? Um, I, yeah, haven't seen Twelve Angry Men. Uh, yeah. Fine, safe space. Never mind. Yeah. We'll, we'll, go, we'll, um, we'll do it together. <laughs> yes, I also haven't seen On Golden Pond, which he won his Oscar for. Huh? When did he stop making films? 
um, when he died. So depressing. Yeah. His last movie actually was on Golden Pond. I think that was a year before he died. So yeah, he basically acted from like the 30s to the early 80s. And I think there's like a quote out there somewhere where he was like, I'm just going to keep acting until like they tell me to stop or like that I need to go or something like that. So I think it is cool that he, oh, wicked. Yeah. Yeah, he kept doing it because I think he was really he, liked it. Did you say he won for On Golden Pond? Yeah. Was it posthumous or did he like actually get it? Um, well, Jane Fonda accepted it for him, but he oh. was alive, so. Oh, I might have to watch yeah. that. Yeah. Like, getting it. Oh, it no, also is Catherine Hepburn, who I know you oh, like. I love her. Yes. <laughs> I can imagine those two working well together. Yeah, I think they they play a married couple, if I remember correctly. But nice. Yeah, little old think, people. Oh, I love it. In the end, <laughs> they would be so old. Well, I think he looked a lot older than he was because he had cancer. He fought. I need to catch up on some of his later stuff, but I would recommend most of his earlier movies. You like him as a himbo? Uh, yes. Oh, my God. Himbo Henry. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite <laughs> okay so my number four and we're now at five films he was my boy of the month in the beginning and end of 2021 um but it's cody smith um, and i've known him for a while actually before proudly dog because he was in dolomite is my name and um which is a great film oh my god it's so good uh, he plays like like a like a a film student and he helps Dolomite film film. Um, <laughs> the trailer came out for Power of the Dog and I was like, ah, that's him. I love him. And then there's all the awards chatter as well. Like, I, God, I became obsessed with Power of the Dog. And then when he got the nomination, I was so happy. I thought he was going to win and I'm actually still a little bit upset that he didn't. And you know what? He's got the title now, Oscar nominee. Yeah. Um, but I did watch a lot of films for him. <laughs> so like, I watched The Road, which is so depressing. Oh, I actually, I actually wish I didn't watch it. Like, oh, oh no! Like, it's, it's like um, it's been like a, it's like a nuclear war in a way, and then it's him and Viggo Mortensen's his dad, and like, yeah, it's like an apocalypse, and they're just traveling through. But it's really dark. Oh, it's awful. The book as well, which I've had, but I don't, I haven't read it. But oh my god, yeah, I just thought like, why did I watch this? <laughs> Even the Elvis film. But no, I kind of feel bad because I have kind of dropped Cody as one of my boys. But um, we'll see when he comes out of another film. I'll be, I'll yeah. be repping it and stuff. Maybe he'll win the Oscar for that one. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I've not had good luck with my gay cowboy films. No. I don't like Brokeback Mountain <laughs> either. That's a film I cry at every single time. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, my number three. The top three. Okay, this means I'll just share my embarrassing crush. <laughs> okay, yes. Oh my god. Okay, so I've seen 17 of his movies, which is literally insane because I kind of just became a fan. But it's Dermot Mulroney. Oh yes, 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 <laughs> yes, Dermot. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, well, how like, on earth are we gonna talk about this? Like, I don't know. I don't know. No word. <laughs> 17 already yeah. oh my god and this is like over like three weeks or something i'm literally insane it's gonna be 18 by tomorrow oh yeah Poppy that cat. is a threat yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he'll be my second most watched of the year 
all thanks to the thing called love yeah i honestly don't know why i became like such a fan and like so connected to him but yeah he's he's a good actor very underrated and he he's also really good in bright angel which i really love um and that's with lily taylor and also bill pullman is in that someone on letterbox said he was like basically just playing dennis hopper in that which i thought was kind of funny because he kind of was so oh yeah so my embarrassing uh movie character crush um his character in young guns okay oh my god he's literally like the dirtiest man alive it's a western isn't it yeah he's doing things to me yeah Yeah, no i actually i see it but he's so disgusting watch it oh, i don't like tobacco chewing <laughs> no he literally chews it in every shot he's in like and it's oh like God. this ginormous wad like i don't even know how he got his cheeks that big <laughs> like a chipmunk <laughs> is he like a bit of a is he horrible in it kind of yeah oh, i love that from <laughs> oh my god you know this isn't weird at all i mean you so admitted yours so i have to admit mine <laughs> I was not expecting him to climb the ranks so quickly. Oh, but... that's incredible. No, because it's, yeah. it's when we watched Something Called Love, which was last month. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> I'm really happy that like, I'm like going through this thermal obsession with you. Me too. <laughs> We've got each other through this. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a little more fun that way, I think. Yeah. We yeah. watched Friends for him. Like... Yeah. <laughs> That was a slog. I won't lie. It's like 20 it minute episodes, tricky. but they're yeah. so cringe. <laughs> Not like an hour. <laughs> yeah. Like it was, it was worth it in a way to see him. Yeah. Coming, but like, I need more. I need more. Yeah. Come on. Sorry, Bird was watched. I know. Brilliant. He has so many know. He's been in a lot. Yeah. Say. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of easier because a lot of like my favorites are like, the ones that died young so they didn't really make a lot of movies i really hope we get like a thermal renaissance or something i hope so people need to know how good he is well he is gonna be in scream six so that's like pretty mainstream i kind of hope he's the killer though (laughs) oh my god i'm brilliant (laughs) yes because i did watch this movie where he does play a serial killer and he's so good he's so again? oh that's not is that copycat no, he's not the killer in that one. It's called Flesh and Blood. He can play like douchey guys really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he's good at um like villains, himbos. Him is Kyle in the thing oh called my- Blood. Like that's a very different. He's a himbo in that. He yeah. Does nothing like his other characters. No. <laughs> oh, it was so cute. I can't. I I still do this thing. Cannot believe we watched that for River. We came out with a dermot. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Totally. <laughs> I would have never guessed. Me neither. And I kind of like being a fan of people who like other people don't know that much about. Yeah. Because it just feels like a little more special, like when you do meet a fan. So, yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. It's kind of like a little bond you have in it. Yeah. I think most people kind of don't like him. Yeah. No, a lot of his films are quite lowly rated. Yeah. But I don't think that's him. He's, he's too good yeah they no. don't understand Dermot like we do he was married to Catherine Keener oh my yeah God. he did a few movies with her actually his filmography is so weird um 
<laughs> did a movie with Paul Newman that I kind of want to watch, but it looks kind of bad. No, you've got to watch it. You have they're both in it. Oh, two of your faves. You're watching it. You're watching it. Okay. I'll I'll add it to my watches. <laughs> this is because of you. If it's bad. <laughs> if you need me there as backup, I'll happily watch it with you. Okay. Maybe we should, yeah. I'll add it to our list. Oh, this is gonna be a downer now. Oh no. Still at five. Um it's Bill Murray. Do you it's not just... like him? No, I like him as an actor, but he's not very he was really mean to Lucy Liu on set. Oh Obviously, yeah. Um but I really love him. Well, because I love Wes Anderson as well. So I love it when he shows up. I really, really, really like him as an actor in films and stuff. I just know mm-hmm. that it's a bit tricky to say that now with like what we know. Yeah. But, he does kind of give me bad vibes. I won't yes. lie. Oh, he's in oh, I watched this year, Wild Things with our Matt. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's why is he in that film? <laughs> I have no idea. But his character is funny and I like that he wears like the neck brace. <laughs> I just love it because that film is so unserious. It's, uh-huh. It is camp. It's great. And it is. It's not that Bill Murray's in it. Yeah. <laughs> I see there. <laughs> but no, I've watched a lot of his films because I love Wes Anderson. So I see a lot of, a lot of the films he's been in by like default. Yeah. Um, probably the, the best one I've watched is the, not a Wes Anderson film, but is Charlie's Angels. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant like oh my gosh but he's, he's the best part of that film it's the, it's the women obviously but yeah um, he's just there but yeah we'll take that he doesn't do anything special acting wise you know what I mean like yeah I just I think like he, he kind of always lost. slays the same character yes. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah different yeah. variations <laughs> on himself yeah actually I would love to see his lawyer character from wild things in a Wes Anderson film oh my god <laughs> yeah I mean, everything yeah I think it would work, honestly. I've pretty much watched all of Wes Anderson's films, except for Bottle Rocket. And then I watched Life Aquatic for the first time this year. And it's not my favourite. I don't like Bottle Rocket. Do you not? Okay, fair. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, right. I don't want to talk about Bill Murray Sorry. anymore. I feel kind of bad. We kind of bashed Bill Murray, but... Yeah, anyways. <laughs> my number two... Okay, so I've seen 17 of his movies, which is all of his movies. And it's Montgomery Cliff. So I watched all of his movies with my mom at the beginning of the year, which was fun. Like some of them were very good, but he was good in all of them. My favorites are The Heiress and Wild River. I think he just played a lot of like very complex characters. And he always he brought something new to the table in terms of like the time period and like the types of characters he was playing and um I think, yeah, he's definitely another one I want to do episodes on. And I think you'll really like his movies, too. Um, and, yeah, he's just very special to me. I wish he had gone to make more movies, but I'm glad that he did make at least 17. That's quite a few, I'd say. And, um, you know, I'm glad that I got to watch them all. And it was kind of fun to, like, watch his acting progress. I wasn't totally happy with, like, some of the roles that he did choose, but I think he still brought something to the table in those. I think it's very <laughs> impressive to say you've seen all his films. Yeah, we'll definitely talk about Montgomery Cliff on the um, on, on an episode, for sure. Yeah. He's only in 17 films. I can watch all those. Well, so this one is the one we can kind of gloss over, oh. get my drift. So it is Brittany Murphy. Okay. Um, at nine films. Oh. Um, Purely because, obviously, it's, it's, it's sad, but it is because it's for preparation. 
So um, yeah, I would have to say I'm just looking at all the films we've watched, and they're so good. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, we can talk more about her obviously next week. Yeah, Clueless is like one of my favorite films of all time, and um, I love Ty. So it's, she's probably although it's so tricky because Cher is my favorite character, but then I love Brittany, and it's yeah, it's a difficult one. Yeah, but um, no, I love Clueless. I've watched it so many times. I just quote it. I have favorite outfits. Like, I just, oh, such a good film. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I've loved going through Britney's filmography. I'm like prepared. I'm ready. Good. All right. So I'm down to my number one. Did who was your guess? <laughs> well, I thought in my head I thought Elvis, but I don't think he's oh. been in that many. He hasn't got that many films out. I don't think. He he made thirty one no yeah well yeah no of course no that's a good guess though so with 18 movies nice my number one is natalie wood nice <laughs> no I, I didn't know she was in that many films oh yeah she was in a lot and i'm trying to watch almost all of them so i think that's why she's my number one she's in about 40 some wow she's, she had a bit of a long career then yeah because she started acting when she was seven and then you know, up until she died. So at least and I really like her in Sex and the Single Girl and This Property is Condemned. Those might be two of my favorite characters of hers. And I, I really like just sort of like the humanity she brings to her characters. Like even when she was a kid, like she was still very mature. And I think she was able to transition like from the child to teen to adult acting like very well. But I don't want to say too much about her since we might like no, of course not. Yeah, talk about but, her um, at some point too. But. Which oh, we'll definitely will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, was she was she a so she was in West Side Story? Was she a good singer and like a dancer? Well, the thing is about West Side Story is she was she trained, but then they dubbed her over, but they didn't tell her until like the movie came out. Oh so she was like really upset. That's awful. So yeah, she could. Thing, but we don't really get to see that too much. I think she's singing in a couple of her movies, like uh, Gypsy, I think. Um, but yeah, she could dance because she did training for West Side Story. She got kind of typecast as like younger sister, kind of like maybe in like five scenes. I was, say, was a West Side Story her breakout? No, I think it would be Rebel Without a Cause. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oscar nominated. Yes, Natalie. Yeah. yeah. Yes. The first time I saw it, like it wasn't really what I thought it would be. So I, I was kind of let down. Um, but I think the second time I just kind of understood the characters better and also just kind of what it meant for the time, because that was kind of a very different movie for the 50s. We yeah. kind of take that for granted now I think because there are so many like movies about teens but that kind of like created teen culture of the 50s just sort of knowing like the historical importance yeah. helped me appreciate it more as well oh yeah. yeah. sometimes a film needs a rewatch yeah because I have I enjoyed a lot more movies the second time around yes um and your number one I oh so do you want to guess how many is. films I think it might be River with okay. 12, maybe. Oh, you're so close. So it is River, River uh, Phoenix, our boy. 10. Oh, 10. Okay, oh. nice. I think Brittany will overtake him because I still haven't watched um, 
like like uh, the Jimmy Reardon one. Or oh. um, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I'm really putting it off. <laughs> explorers. He... Yes, explorers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, that's why I'm only at ten. So it's like I might just like rewatch all of them again. Yeah. <laughs> and like literally though, I'm so thankful for you asking me to be on this podcast because it made me watch all of Rivers' films, and it's just now I'm obsessed and I love him. <laughs> Can't stop thinking about him. But um, yeah, no, the the he's just great. He is really great. And I know we obviously mentioned it in the thing, but I mean my favorite's probably still Stand by Me. But mm-hmm. so many people are talking about sneakers at the moment, and I'm like, yes, this is the best yeah. film ever. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> oh yeah, sneakers. I underestimated that movie. Me too. Yeah, yeah. You just you don't think it's gonna be as good as it is, and then it's yeah. brilliant. And it's just yeah. Fun. It's funny that your 10th oh, most watched is more than yeah. my most watched. <laughs> Actually, no, it was 10. Yeah, it was Drew 10. Barrymore was That's 10. Yeah. But still, yeah, 10. that is kind of funny. <laughs> when you said it, I was like, oh my God. No, I think it's incredible. Like, I really do. Thank you. I was just going to ask if you wanted to guess who my most watched actor is. Yes. Is it Kirsten? Yes. That is 33. Oh, One of them okay. is a short film, though. Maybe so I guess count. 32. And then my oh, second how... is Matt Dillon. <gasps> how many? How many? 26. So Maybe. Kirsten's beating him by a lot. Yeah, she's untouchable. Yeah. Have they done a film together? No. They need to. I need they it. Need I need it so bad. Could you imagine? Oh, my God. It would have to be really good though like I would be so disappointed if it was you know there's still a lot of time though they might still make one yeah yeah we we got time they've been there retiring anytime soon hopefully no they better not (laughs) do you want to guess how do you want to guess mine are tied but this is since 2020 2020 so yeah they're tied and I do I know then yes yeah yeah yeah. and they've both been mentioned what was in my top 10? Okay. I'm going to go with Robert De Niro? Uh, no. He ah, is okay. third. 13 films is Tom Hanks and Bill Murray. Oh. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I would not have guessed that, actually. They're both in way too many movies. Yeah. I do like Tom Hanks. I won't lie. I love him. No, no. I like Tom. Yeah. He's- I feel I feel safe I feel held by him yeah god my my like all time is it's, it's a lot of Wes Anderson alumni <laughs> all that watch. makes sense I have a few like Marvel ones because you vlogged it nice yeah here's my Marvel one I've got Scarlet on it I have learned so much about you <laughs> it's been brilliant it's <laughs> like again, I feel like we've gone through something together <laughs> Louise and I wanted to say thank you so much for listening. We had a really fun time recording this episode, and we hope you guys had as much fun listening to it and learned a little bit about us. We also want to thank our followers for sending in some questions. And join us next week. We'll be talking about Brittany Murphy. Thanks again for listening, and have a great day. This episode was co-hosted and edited by me, Audrey Cornell, and co-hosted by Louise Coleman. The music was written by Nia D'Amelio. Gone But Not Forgotten is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and podcasts, 
visit us at thetridentnetwork.com.